0: Welcome back to the Elise DeLucci Show. I'm your host, Elise, and we're in my living room on the Upper East Side of Manhattan. Have you seen the new logo, the podcast logo? It was a gray, the former logo. It was a gray uh, picture of the Manhattan skyline, and it had the name of the show in hot pink uh, font, and I changed it. I, let me upgrade you. Red with the leopard picture, and I, I thought it was a good upgrade. Tell me what you think. If you like, anyway, it's episode thirty-five. I'm so happy to be talking to you. I'm also going mildly crazy because I'm home trying to work from home. My kids actually have an in-school school day today, and I can't find a pen in this house. I, I I'm going crazy. Anyway, today we're talking about coffee, rosary beads, uh, listening to your body. Uh, what happens when like workers come to your house, like the coffee cleaner? Yeah, all that and more. So stay tuned. Take a sip of your latte, your espresso your scotch, whatever you have and talk to me, Elise. So fact of the day, you're never going to believe this. I feel like I start every fact with that because as if, because cause I'm like, I have no idea that this is a thing. And then I think you don't know it's a thing. And then I'm telling you and I'm like, can you believe this? Anyway, lipstick color ancient lipsticks when 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 ancient people were making lipsticks specifically ancient mesopotamian women they used to use semi-precious jewels they used to crush semi-precious jewels and use them to decorate their lips isn't that funny from there people started using anything from red beetles to to fish scales to make lipstick isn't that crazy but i want to know how are you decorating your lips with like smoky quartz or some topaz? What are you, are you gluing them on your lip? I mean, what, and what was the glue? What was the glue in ancient times? What was it like clay? Because th- that's strange. <laughs> that's a little strange. No, <clears throat> I kind of get the using the natural materials for the dye, but uh. <clears throat> anyway, that's the fact. Oh, you know what? The other thing I I, I learned—it's also a little fact. Did you know what MAC stands for? You know, MAC Cosmetics. I had no idea. Makeup Art Cosmetics. Here I am thinking Mac is like something you know, really highbrow, highfalutin. Like, I don't know, Macbeth, Associates and Company. No, makeup art, cosmetics, real innovative. But who knew that was the name? Anyway. So how are you? How was your week? My my week was sort of uneventful. You know, I didn't I didn't do too much. I I had to get my carpets cleaned in my house. um... I just had carpets put in a few years ago, so, you know, they're new, and I vacuum all the time, as one does when you have tiny children, but literally, I just felt like I made a giant mistake when I ch- selected the carpet, and I felt, I know I did, I have leopard wall-to-wall carpeting in my living room, as you know, I've mentioned a million times, but in the, he- I have a little hallway where the bedrooms are, you know, my house isn't big, because I live in an apartment, but a little hallway where the bedrooms are, um, and I just have two bedrooms, and I got a cream-colored carpet, and in the bedrooms, I have also the same cream-colored carpet. Now, I wanted cream color in the bedroom because I just thought, it's nice, it's beautiful, it's classy. Yeah, I wasn't really thinking that the hallway, you know, should have, is like the main, you know, traction area. So, after the carpet was installed, I started realizing that, you know, and there's no shoes in the house. You know, we follow Japanese protocol around here. Shoes come off at the door because I, I, I can't. And, I, and, you know, I didn't grow up with the shoes-in-the-house rule. Like, no shoes in the house. But when you live in Manhattan and you're walking down the street, you know what kind of E. coli disgust is on your feet? You got to take your shoes off. Anyway, when I started to see just some 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 dirt on the carpet from socks when I first moved in, I thought, oh, God. So you know what I was going to get? I was going to get one of those clear runners. You know those clear carpet runners from, like, the 1960s? Like, hard plastic. They come on, like, a roll. I, I think maybe even Home Depot has them. Underneath is almost like those little spikes, you know? I tried to get that, and at the time, uh, the guy that was installing my carpet, he came back to look at it after a week. Uh, he put it in, and I said, "Oh, I'm going to get the clear plastic carpet runner. And he was like, what are you, 90? What? No, no, you don't have plastic over your furnitures. I, No, no, you're a young woman. with kids. You're not having that. And I was like, I'm going to get my carpet dirty. And, you know, long story short, I should have listened to myself, you know, because here I am three years later on the phone with Stanley Steamer, and I hate having people come to my house when I'm here. Or even, well, I don't have people come when I'm not here. But I just don't like the outside um, service people coming in. And it's not because I have anything against them. I'm just paranoid. I, I, I was raised in a house where we're paranoid. Lock the doors. Lock them a thousand times. Somebody's going to come in rob all your stuff. I mean, so this, this, is, this is how my mind works. So, So here's the thing. So I'm so I call Stanley, right? And they tell me the whole thing. We're gonna come with the machine. I book it because I I needed to get it done. The, the the hallway was looking disastrous. And then of course I said, well, while you're at it, they didn't do the whole apartment. So, they they let me tell you. This. So they arrive at my house. Two men, right? Just two two men. You know, in in, in in jumpsuits. You know, plain clothes looking jumpsuits. Like like they could lock me in a closet and the world would never see me again. Um. So I uh they they come into the house and. And they 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 survey the landscape already already the antennas are up and I'm already thinking what what do you what do you need to survey what do you need to survey just come in here just come in here with your machine hurry up bam bam wham bam get it get it done I'll pay you and then we're done that that that's all these that happen I don't like this they they knock on the door they come in with their clipboard they're surveying my apartment checking up so I'm following them around the house, can you imagine, I live in this tiny apartment, I'm following them around the house, like like a lunatic, and I even said to them, what are you walking around for, what do you need to see, well, we just need to see the carpet, the size of the rooms, I said, but the rooms are so small, I mean, like, you know, it's it's, it's, it's a quick job, then they tell me the price, and they're like, then they're trying to upsell me, which I like, oh, you know, if you want to pay $20, actually get the deodorizer, $40 extra for protection, what kind of protection, oh, it's a spray we put on, no, 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 you're not gonna upsell me, please. I, I I worked in retail, I worked in the supermarket, I had incentives like sell these packs of gum on the register the register rack and you know I don't know, win a free rotisserie chicken. I'm all about that. No, you're not upselling me. Thank you. But you so but anyway so, 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 so there they are. They're, they're doing the survey. And I'm just thinking, oh my God, they're not surveying the carpet. They're not trying to see the square footage, see where their machine is going to fit around this joint. No, they're, they're looking, they're, they're surveying, they're surveying for a robbery. That And, 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 I'm, so I'm, 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 I'm nuts. I'm, I'm out of my mind at this point. I'm out of my mind. And by the way, I have a boyfriend. What do I have a boyfriend for? I call him up I, after. So then they go. Well, let me say They go downstairs. They said we're gonna go. Okay, we surveyed the thing. We're gonna go go downstairs. We're gonna get our machine. We're gonna come back. We're, you know, and, and we'll be quick. Okay, I said okay, okay. I said I might. I'll just probably do work in the kitchen. No, no, ma'am. The machine's loud. You're probably not gonna be able to do work. All right, fine. Whatever. So then I thought. Well, now they give me a reason to follow them around. Well, mid work. So after they go downstairs in the elevator to get, you know, get the thing. I called my boyfriend. I said, "What do I, have, what, what, what do I have you around for? What do I have you around for?" I said, "I don't need a lot of stuff in life. I, 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 you know what I need? I, I want you to handle the man things. And this is a man thing, a man thing. And he's, oh well, tell him to come back on Sunday, and then I'll be there. And I, no, no, just no. It was they, I don't want them on my house on Sunday. Sunday is the Lord's day. <laughs> Sunday is the day for R and R. Sunday is the day. If the kids aren't here, Sunday is my day to sit on the couch, not wash my hair." I need everything in the pantry. I don't want Stanley Steva coming on a Sunday. That, that, <clears throat> no. If I'm working from home and I have the time for them to come while I'm sitting at my kitchen table doing my work, they could come at this time. Please. Well, it's like, guy, you don't go to work till 12 o'clock. Why can't you come to my house and watch the carpet cleaner people? Instead, I have to have a freaking panic attack. So they come up into the apartment, right? They come up in the apartment, and I didn't know what to expect. I thought they're coming in with like a vacuum, like a Kirby vacuum cleaner from the 90s with maybe a little suction stuff on it, maybe some shampoo. Now, they come in with a giant black machine. It's like the size of a garbage can, an outdoor garbage can, huge thing on wheels. First of all, the thing looks like hell. So you're going to trek your giant black motorized machine through my house that already has the dirty carpets. I'm already losing it. So... And it was like the size of a, gar- it was actually like a, it was a cross between a size of a garbage can, you know, an outdoor garbage can and a, and a lazy boy recliner. That was the size. It was square like a lazy boy, big, like a garbage can. <clears throat> so they take, they start in the bedrooms fine, which is, you know, the furthest away. to the front door, they, let me show you, let me, let me, let me paint this picture. This is how they were, they, they this is a staged robbery right before my eyes. Okay. So they're in the bedroom. Okay. they, they, they drag the big machine. The two men go in the bedroom. Behind them, they pull the machine in behind them. The machine is the same width as the doorway of my bedroom. The machine is half in my bedroom, half out my bedroom, which is then the other half's in the hallway. Machine is blocking the doorway, taking up the whole width of the door. It's big, giant, heavy black machine, motor going, making noise, and these two guys in there with, I don't know, their their carpet brushes or whatever. The machine barricaded the door. Even if they were robbing me, I couldn't even get through the door. What am I gonna do? Climb over the machine? Jump over the machine like Jackie Chan? And then the loud motorized noise. If if they were digging for something, I, I, <laughs> like I have anything. But if you are digging, I can't even hear properly. My the crispy ear. It's not. It's not. It's not crisp and clear. I can't get the hearing on properly because your machine motor, your truck, your motor truck is going. This is the perfect setup for a robbery, a robbery with me home. So, of course, you know, of course, when you're Italian and you grow up with paranoid family, as I do, and every, you, know, th- you think the world's coming after you. I'm keep going back and forth into the bedroom. I'm checking. I'm like, "Oh, you okay? You, you good? You, oh, okay. Yeah." And and you know, and they're like, "We're good. We're good. We got it. We've been doing this for thirty years, man. We got it. We, we, we you really, you don't really need to come back." I, no, no, I want to come back. You know, I'm so interested to see how you clean the carpets. I just want to come look. I could give a crap how you clean the carpets. Okay, just make them clean. But 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 I needed to check. This is the thing. It's my house it's my house, right? Like if this was your house, you would understand. I I got it. I'm making the rules. <clears throat> then they're telling me they got to use the bathroom. I tell them the bathroom's out of order. Cause you know, again, I'm 90. Oh no, the bathroom's out of order. They're, <laughs> they're like, ma'am, we don't need to use the bathroom personally. We need to hook up this machine, empty the water, blah, blah. And I- and I'm just like, oh, these guys, these have got some rack. They're in all rooms at all times, blocking every room, every hallway with the damn machine and the pipes. So then I call the boyfriend back, right? And I'm like, I told them my bathroom's out of order. And then and, and he's like, Elise, you think they haven't heard that before? Just let the guys do the job and go home. And, and 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 so so then to then and you know and then he's like, could you call me back if there's any issues? So fine. Then they go in the kids' room. They go in the kid, my daughter's room. My girls, they share room. Yeah. Oh, this is a beautiful room. No. No, don't comment on the decoration of the room. Are you kidding me? And by the way, what's so beautiful about it, there's about thousand dollhouses in there and almost throw thrown all over the place. I don't want you commenting on my decor. You two strange giant men in my single mommy house with my two beautiful daughters. I don't want you commenting on my daughter's room and the paint and the bed spreads. And now I'm so uncomfortable. So I told them, I said, you know what? My husband's next door. They look at me like they look at me like I have thousand heads. <laughs> i'm like yeah my husband's next door doing some work next door do you need me to get him because he, he could answer any questions the, i call the boyfriend back and then they put the machine on. i call my boyfriend back he goes elise why didn't you just tell him that your boyfriend just, <laughs> you, no wait he didn't say boyfriend. why didn't you just tell me your husband just got out of jail and you're just so glad that he's home <laughs> I said, I hey, honestly, I didn't think about that one, but that's so good. I'm totally using that for next time. He said, what's next door? I said, I don't know, another apartment. He goes, he so, said, so what? They're going to think you own another apartment next door? No, nobody's going to think that, okay? You're walking around with hoop earrings with your name in them, telling them your husband lives next door. You probably mentioned that you're single if I know you. <laughs> whatever. You know, whatever. I, you know, I'm, just, I'm all nervous. I'm texting everybody mid-steam clean. It's just, it was just so stressful. You know, one time, one time I was living in Brooklyn, right? I was living in Bay Ridge and, uh, and I was younger and, um, I had the cable people come and, and they were making me so nervous. These cable people, they were making me so nervous. I actually pulled a Hilaria bulldoin at the time. I pretended I didn't speak English. I, I couldn't even talk to them. I was having extreme anxiety. I think I have high functioning anxiety. I was having an extreme anxiety attack. I pretended I couldn't speak English. I threw a rosary beads around my neck and I just, I walked around like as if, the, like I, I, I didn't know what they were saying. I, I, and then they stopped asking me the question. I knew that they knew they knew how to fix the thing. I just I, I just couldn't. I couldn't. I'm a nervous wreck. What could I? This is my family's doing. I think my whole life, my grandmother was telling me, lock the door, do this, watch over your shoulder. If they, if they say something nasty to you, if someone goes east, you go west, Elise. I So I'm a complete paranoid person. I used to carry mace around with me. I got a Swiss army knife on my keychain, And then every time I have anybody come out through my door that that's not a family or friend or an acquaintance, I'm, 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 I'm laid out, anxiety laden, please. I'm always thinking the Bob's delivery furniture guy's going to come in and attack me. I you know, it's not a good thing. Anyway, so that, that, that was, that was part of my weekend, my week. I'm going hiking next week. I don't know if I told you that. Oh my God. Why are hiking boots so hideous? Seriously. Why are they so hideous? I mean, do, have you gone hiking? I know that some of you have gone hiking. I did a TikTok on it because I was going to wear a leopard outfit. And so my boyfriend's like, a leopard? What are you going to wear a leopard out before, Elise? What are you, people going to think you're a big cat? You're going to get gunned down. Get, wear something bright colored. What's wrong with you? And I'm just like, I'm going to be in the natural environment and I wanted to fit in. Like, could you blame me? He's like, no, no, wear wear leopard to a disco. Don't wear it to the cat skills, please, Elise. On. So of course, you know, the patent leather boots that I had in my closet weren't going to work. So I decided to find suitable hiking boots. So everybody was telling me about this brand called Oboz, O-B-O-Z. Do you know this brand? I literally was horrified. The First of all, these boots weren't as bad as some of the other ones. Some of the other boots I'm seeing, they, they like, they, they have like like grooves in them and waves, and they come up to your calf, and they—they they, all they are, you know, they're brown and and and, and hideous shades of brown and tan, and I—and they look like all I do is I wear hemp clothing and I, I harvest granola from my terrace in Williamsburg. I—I I, I just wanted to have something decent. Can can you, if you know anybody that's in the shoe design world, like, can you tell somebody to invent attractive hiking boots, me please? So this brand Obaz. The boot I wound up getting, uh, they're called the sapphire boot. They had them in uh, brown and I think like a gray and and a uh, and a blue. The blue was was called huckleberry, and it was like a, a it, you know, it's kind of a nice blue, like a, like a ish blue, not like a light blue, not a dark blue, like a dusty navy. And they have little like sort of pink, pink, pink things on the tie. So those are the ones I got. Golf a bit, the whole boot was pink. And got a bit, somebody made leopard boots. Leopard boots would be good because they camouflage. Anyway, I got the boots. I tried them on. They run, they say they run, um, a half size small. So I got the half size, you know, bigger. And I'm a size nine. So I had to get a nine and a half. And then, you know, my boyfriend, because we're going together, he wanted to check the boots. Like, I always put them on. I was like, you like my new boots? He's like, yeah, they're cute. I'm, um, you know, yeah, do you like them? Or what are they, thigh high, uh, you patent leather stilettos? And of course he doesn't like them. But he but he bends down, he checks the toe, you know, because he's an expert. Because he's in every business. Every time I ask him something, he turns around and tells me, I'm in the business. Hey, so this guy, fine. He, I think he pretended he was in the business. He checks the shoe thing. And uh, he goes, I think, Elise, you need a bigger size. I said, a bigger size? I said, I don't know. He said, well, well, Elise, what size are you? Just tell me what size did you get. I, I'm not telling you my size. It's a shoe, Elise, just tell me your size. I said, ah, no, no. And he said, you're a nine, aren't you? And you got a nine and a half, whatever. You, what you, you, you're you, scared to get a 10? I'm not getting a 10, I told him. I'm not getting a 10. No, no. I When I had, I told him, when I had my kids, my foot grew, and a whole size. I had to buy ten size ten shoes, and then thankfully my foot size went back. I'm not doing double digit shoe size again ever, please. I, I, but the nine and a half is fine. It actually really is fine. I think he's just exaggerating. He's another one paranoid. So I think it's gonna be too tight. I'm gonna get blisters. Then I'm gonna complain. Then he's gonna probably have to carry me, and I'm way too heavy for him because you know with the weight we don't have like a complimentary weight thing. Anyway, so I. I'm keeping the nine and a half, the Obaz Sapphire boot. They're fine. They're fine. They'll do the job. But they are definitely not on the sexy list. And they weren't cheap either, by the way. These boots, they're like $150 or something. I got them at Amazon because they were like $10 cheaper on Amazon than opposed to REI or one of those other stores. But anyway, I also got for our trip Scopa cards. Are you Italian? Do you play Scopa? Do you know these cards? So, this Scopa, if you don't know, it's an Italian card game. I actually don't play it, but I lived in Rome a million years ago. And uh, and people used to play it in the apartment building. I lived in an Italian apartment, all Italian people. And I lived in an apartment with five American girls, including myself. And then below me was another five American girls. We were students. And um, the, the the residential people in the building used to play Scopa, whatever they did. And uh, I never played it, but but I have some friends that do it. So I thought, you know what? I'm gonna get that. That'll be something fun if it rains or whatever. And um, I'll have more to report on hiking next. The next few shows, whenever, whenever I uh, when I get back, because I, you know, I went hiking once, right? I went hiking with my ex husband before he was my fiance, and before he was my husband, before he was my fiance, we went hiking. He took me on a hike. I don't remember where we were. And it was so long. We were out for eight hours. And this guy, he didn't even bring water. Can you imagine? I was six hours into the hike. I'm like, I'm starving. I need a snack. I don't go anywhere without snacks. And even then, I wasn't, you know, I was in my early 20s. And he's like, I forgot to bring snacks. I forgot to bring water. I was like, you forgot to bring water? What? We wound up getting lost, okay? Lost and 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 then I at that I said I'm never hiking again. First of all, I don't like the creepy crawlies under my feet. I don't like the fact that I could step on a snake or I could, or the killers in the woods. And on top of the fact that I had an experience where I was deprived of basic necessities like Cheetos and water. I mean, I I I, I how how'd you expect me to go again? But I do like the feeling of post hike, après hike. You know, like your skin glows and you feel good and. And there is something about that. that. that That's a really nice feeling. But, mm. so I'm trying it again. Because obviously, we're in a pandemic. There's nothing really to do. There's nothing really, weird places to go. So, whatever. And it's his birthday, by the way. It's my boyfriend's birthday. So that's really why we're going. So, um, and the guy needs to take a vacation. I mean, and so not that I don't, but he really does. So, um, that's that. I got a text message the other day. Oh wait, you'll die. A thousand years ago, I bought a groupon to this place called Skinny med Spa. It was um I don't know if it's still oh well obviously it's still around if they text me, but it, I think it was on Lower Fifth Avenue in Manhattan, like Flatiron district. i got I can't remember what I got done there, but I got something they they texted me and um about some some offer that they were having and 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 the, the 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 text number, I guess I had it in my phone, which i didn't I had no idea I didn't. Because it was a Groupon, like who saves the number of that that kind of thing, and uh, it came up, uh, skinny med, skinny spa. Skinny Spa comes up, and and then it's like your friends. It's this text like your friends at Skinny Spa, and I I I actually thought I thought it was a joke. Like I was like, is somebody spoofing me? Because this is horrific. This is like this reminds me of the time. It reminded me of the time when I was unemployed and I got an email offer to be the store manager at Krispy Kreme. Okay, I I didn't know. First of all, I was tempted, but I didn't know if that was a joke or like I (laughs) or somebody was trying to tell me something like. You want to be the store manager of Krispy Kreme? Ha, ha, ha. You shouldn't. Was this like the Skinny Spa text? Like, Skinny Spa text. Hi, your friends at Skinny Spa. Have we have an offer for you? Put down the Cheetos. <laughs> anyway. I don't know. You know, the, the thing... When I, let me tell you something. When I got that email about Krispy Kreme, I thought about it for a second. First of all, I wasn't working. The thought about working in a glazed donut having Oasis for eight hours a day. 40 hours a week. I mean... It was mildly appealing. I knew I'd get free donuts. I, I knew I was overqualified for the job, but then I thought, you know what, what? So I, I can't, I could never even think. I had that. What am I, crazy? Get that out of your head. You're just thinking about the bargains that you get, a.k.a. free food. It's like, what, what, what would I do? I'd work in Krispy Kreme. At the end of my shift, you'd roll me out of the door, into my car, into my house, and then into my bathtub, or to do it again the next day. <laughs> I would I, be in my bathtub washing sticky, glazed, crusty crumbs out from underneath my brassiere. God, I'd be a house. My mom worked at McDonald's once when she was a young, young kid. Young brush worked at McDonald's. She, she got fired for eating all the fries. Can you imagine? She would die if she knew I was telling you this. But it's true. And if you're listening, Mom, you know that's true. You know it's true. So, I have a few things to say. The first thing is, um, I, as if, I mean, I, of course, this is a podcast. Of course I have things to say. I have, so, so, okay, I have a lot of friends, obviously, like you. And I have a lot of friends that, um, and then comedy, you know, doing stands up, you meet so many people and so many creative people that, 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 that come out with companies and, and start things and whatever. And it's overwhelming how many, so I have, um, and everybody tells everybody cause we're proud and whatever. So I, I have a few people that have that, have, you know, people, they send me their stuff or they tell me, and they've showed me some of the things that they come out with and, some of this stuff I think, oh, whatever, you know, oh, great, great. I'm so excited for you. Other times I'm like, oh, my God, this is such a good product, whatever. So I want to tell you about a couple of these things. I'm not paid to do this. Nobody paid me to say anything like this. I just want, I got to put that out there. It's kind of like when we, I do the product of the, the show. At the end of the show, it's just one of the things that I like or I've bought recently and I tell you about it. This is the same. So, okay, the first one I want to tell you about is um, a company called C C Espresso. I'm going to just spell it out for you. S, the website S I hyphen espresso S I hyphen espresso E S P R E S S O. Let me tell you about this. cespresso.com I was working about ten years ago. I was working at, at a job downtown on Wall Street, and um, I used to have a business account for uh, to, to gift to gift clients, like give, give my clients like you know holiday gifts or whatever. And there was uh, my rep at the the place that the place that the um, the, the place that the rep worked at was a big huge retailer and it just so happened that she was also from staten island her name is adriana and every year around the holidays you know she would email me and i'd place my order for the corporate gifts whatever and she was always so nice and you know, we would get together and have coffee we always had coffee together we went to lay pan a lot Coffee. And um anyway, so I wound up leaving this job. She wound up leaving. We lost touch, as you do. And then she reached out to me, like, I don't know, maybe six, seven months ago, and she was like, Oh my god, I heard you do stand-up now and you have a podcast. What the hell? Whatever. And I so we got to talking. And then I said, Oh, what are you doing? You still you still at the place? And she said, No, you never lose. I started my own company. And I'm like, Oh my god, that's so cool. What is it? Well, this is the company. It's C Espresso. She started an espresso company, but but you know what? She didn't, like, start it from her kitchen. Okay. Her husband, her husband is a, um, her husband, first of all, is from Italy. So these people, they're legit. You know, they're, like, the legit. Like, legit. Her husband's from Italy, um, and he was a, a former middleweight boxer in Italy, and then he opened up a cafe, I think, like, 25 years ago, um... I think his name is Vincenzo, but he opened up a cafe like 25 years ago in northern Italy after his boxing career and it was super super successful and then he got into the coffee business, uh, the espresso business uh, in in Italy. And then I think the story, I don't remember correctly, but if I remember, I think that they she went on vacation in Italy and then she met him and they fell in love and whatever whatever. But long story short, he moved to Staten Island, like of course, like like everybody does. Of course they do. So so she they moved to Staten Island and they And I think that he was in the coffee business working for another brand. I don't remember all the stories. But, but they wind up starting this new brand, right, Or uh, called C Espresso. Let me tell you what I like about it. I love it because it feels young. It feels like a young brand. When you go to the website, it feels like a young brand. It feels approachable, okay, because I don't know about you. Let me set the stage. I was not a coffee drinker. Ever. Okay. The only time I liked a coffee was if I was coming out of DJ's at the Jersey Shore, like and I needed to stay up or it was the morning after DJ's at the Jersey Shore and I needed a coffee from Dunkin' Donuts. That's the kind of coffee I drink. And I would drink like a a milk coffee, a giant iced latte with more milk than coffee, thousand sugars in it. And if I went to somebody's house, by the way, that had, um, you know, one of those cans of General Foods International coffees, like French vanilla, remember those cans, those horizontal, rectangles? if I saw somebody had a General Foods International French vanilla cafe can in their cabinet, I thought they were highfalutin and fancy. That's the kind of coffee drinker I was, just to put it out there for you. I'm not going to lie. But, but, uh, then I had kids, and then I had kids, and I realized that I need to have Stronger coffee, so I started going to Starbucks. We would go, you know, Adriana and I. This was after I had kids. We would go to Le pant whatever. I'm actually not a fan of Starbucks coffee. I'm just not. I don't know why. For, what, for some reason, it tastes burnt to me. Sometimes their lattes and whatever taste fine, but apparently, with uh, the difference between something like a Starbucks or Adriana's coffee, c espresso, is that they have some crema in it, crema or crema. I'm totally saying this wrong. And Adriana, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry. Um. But it may it it has like a, a, a really a much richer taste. But besides for all that besides for all that is that um they just do cool shit. Like they they catered Angelina from the Jersey Shore's wedding. They have these pop-up barista bars. So, like, how cool is that? You know, you go to a wedding. Sometimes people have an ice cream truck or they, they're giving out candy apples at the end of the wedding or whatever, bagels. People, I've been to weddings. They're giving out bagels. They You can do a pop-up espresso bar. I just think it's so cool. How company is C Espresso? If you put the code, she has a code that she gave me a while ago. I hope it still works. It's ferry, F-E-R-R-Y, Staten Island Ferry, get it? Um, I think when you when you put the code in, you get free shipping or something like that. Anyway, I re I tr- She sent me a beautiful little package of the coffee, the espresso, this that, a box of tea. Everything was so good, and because I tend to have uh, uh, not the most refined taste in coffee, I actually gave some to my ex husband who has this very sophisticated coffee palette, and he was like sold. It was like, oh, my God, I love this. This is amazing, whatever. So I want to tell you about it. C Espresso, they're not a mass market brand like a Lavazza or any of that kind of stuff. They're a boutique brand. They do a lot of reselling into uh, restaurants and bars. They do the pop-up coffee thing, the barista um, for celebs and whatnot. And it's a young, cool brand. And if you're a coffee aficionado, I wanted to spread the word. So there's that. That's Adriana. And that's one of the things, the products that came across my desk um, recently that I thought it was great to share. The other product that I think is important, rosary beads, okay? Okay, rosary beads. Let me tell you something, okay? A long time ago, a long time ago, this, this guy reached out to me. This guy, his name is John. He reached out to me. It was, And I know he's, he's listening to this. Hi, John. Because he told me he was going to listen when I said, I said, oh, I'll, I'm going to talk about it on the podcast. These rosary beads are really beautiful. Thank you. I, I, so I know he's listening a long long time ago this guy reached out to me in my dms and he says oh my god i uh have a rosary i'm a jewelry designer i design rosary beads i want to send you some rosary beads at the time i don't know i was busy i was like whatever the hell i was doing i was like okay okay yeah that would be awesome whatever and and we kind of lost touch but long story short he wound up sending me the rosary beads not too long ago and um and i and he sent me two pairs and they're beautiful like they're really beautiful, and I'm I'm not I'm really not lying when I say this. Like I, I, not that I lie when I say anything, of course, but like they they are so pretty. Um, I have rosary beads that I bought in the Vatican, uh, and and they're they're, they're nice. I mean, they, I have um, when I lived in Italy a thousand years ago, like I mentioned, I went to a mass that that the po and the pope was there, and he blessed you know he blessed the the mass, everybody in the mass. It was a mass for college students. So I have these beautiful rosary beads that are blessed from the Pope and I keep them hanging in my bedroom. The thing is, is though I bought these rosary beads for like, I don't know, like two euro from Vatican City on the street and they're plastic and they're pretty, but they're, they're plastic and they're pretty junky. They're sentimental. I never actually had like a really nice pair of rosary beads. And so this guy, he sends me the rosary beads. They come in really pretty, you know, jewelry box, whatever, two pairs. One pair he sent me, I have on actually right now. They're the Italian flag colors. They're green, uh, red and, uh, and pearl um, freshwater pearl. And then the, the other, uh, one he sent me is gold with pink and purple and also a pearl color. They're so pretty. So I want to tell you about this company. His company is called Alvera street, Alvera street rosary. Let me spell for you. O L V E R a street rosary. It's on Etsy. Alvera street rosary. I apologize, John, if I'm saying this name wrong. I think it's Alvera. I hope it's Alvera. I, I would be horrified if it's not. But that's the name of the store, Alvera Street Rosary and Etsy. Listen to this. Okay. The guy, So I said to him, yeah, of course, so he's emailing me, telling me he wants to send me rosary. It's fine. I said, you from New York? Where you from? No. He's from St. Louis. He's from St. Louis. Um, and he... And I said, you know, I said, of course, I'm lucky Italian. And he said, no, he's not Italian. He said, he's Greek. He's super Catholic. He's Greek, and yada, yada. And basically, his family, he has this whole story where his family, he had some, um, his great grandmothers or something, people had disowned them. And they, he had, there was an Italian, a big Italian community where he lived, and they welcomed him and his family, and whatever. I guess this was in St. Louis, right, John? Anyway, he has two aunts that are Sacred Heart nuns, um, he, 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 he comes from a very huge, beautiful Catholic religious family and he, uh, and he has all sorts of rosaries himself, just of course, as you, people do when you, you know how it is when you have a Catholic family, everybody's got the rosary hanging, hanging from their bedposts, right? Hanging from their bedposts. So he has all these things and, um, and he had to have, he had one of his rosary, rosary, uh, rosary beads, one of his, one of his pieces, not a piece he designed. He needed to have them, um, restored so he went to take it to somewhere to get it restored and he wound up getting a lot of reactions to this restoration and I guess that inspired him to start this business or something to to design rosary beads I want to tell you why I think these are great because they're such nice quality like someone making rosary beads he makes them from freshwater pearls semi-precious stones he does uh, there's, there's a pair on Etsy that he does used for a dungeons and dragon dice like that's cool that's like super cool so it's like he makes these beads um, that obviously are so meaningful and to 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 people that are Christian and and everything. But they're they're just they're just super unique. So it's like if you're going to somebody, if you if you have a, a niece um, or a nephew and you're going to the confirmation of the communion, take your nephew for example, and you want to get them something special, you know, you, you whatever, you're probably going to give them money, maybe going to give them a card, whatever. But you want to get them something special on top of that. Like, how about get your nephew? a Dungeons and Dragons rosary bead. Like, isn't that, rosary beads, isn't that nice? Like, that's just cool to me. Like, you just don't find that stuff anywhere. It's like, you're saying, I'm going to give you this great keepsake, and you're going to love it, and you're going to use it, and it's going to be in the drawer with your Bible next to your bed, but I'm totally aware that you're a young kid, and you might be into, like, young kid things, not the rosary. So, that's what I like about this guy. Alvera Street Rosary on Etsy. The prices are great. The prices are like anywhere from 20, I think, to like 50 bucks for the rosary. It's a really, really nice gift. I'm totally, he sent me these two beautiful necklaces. I'm actually selfishly keeping them for me, but I am going to order some for my family. I think they're a nice gift. My mother um, teaches uh, religion or used to teach religion. My aunt teaches religion, CCD. So I, that, that is a nice gift. And like, honestly, I don't even know, you know, on the rosary bead note, rosary rosaries are having had their moment, right? Like a few years ago, all the girls were wearing rosary beads, ankle bracelets, necklaces, you know, whatever. At you know, gold, fake gold, yeah, really nice, really nice. And you can go to the jeweler and you can find the rosary beads. Or, you know, even if you were looking online at Nordstrom, but everything's just plain gold. Nothing, n- none of them, none of them were rosary beads in the Italian flair color, or rosary beads Dungeons and Dragons. Anyway they're really cool. I think you need to check them out. Okay. So, and the last thing I want to tell you is one of my good friends, she's a comic, Ellen Karras, Greek goddess of comedy, hilarious. She wrote a children's book. This might not be as relevant if you are not orthodox, if you're not if you're not Christian orthodox, but listen, comics are very special people in my opinion. We have we 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 are loud, we are crazy, you know, the, 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 we entertain for a living, literally, but but sometimes comics obviously do other things, have a 9-to-5 job, like myself. Or we do other things, have a podcast, or we write books. Some people are artists in other various forms, painting, printing, whatever. Ellen decided she wanted, she, she's Greek, Greek goddess of comedy. She She's a devout Greek. She's also, funny, Sunday school teacher in the Greek Orthodox Church. She wrote a book. It's called Godparents in the Orthodox Christian Faith it's a children's book. Um, it's, you can buy it on Amazon. Godparents in the Orthodox Christian Faith by Ellen Karras. It's it, it, it's great. I mean, I went to her house the other night. She was doing a virtual show. So she was kind enough. She invited me over. Yes, we were social distanced. I watched her do her virtual show. She was doing a 50th birthday party for some someone. By the way, she's available. And me too. Um, but she was doing a, a virtual show for, for a family. A 50th birthday. And after the show was over... I said, oh my God, you know, I know you d- d- just wrote a book and you've self-published it. And you put it on Amazon. Let me, sh- let me see it. She shows me the copy of the book, a thin book, paperback, just so nice, beautifully illustrated. The, the baby in the book, you know, cause it's about godparents and, and in this, the orthodox faith The the, the baby in the book, um, that the illustrated baby in the book, she used a baby picture of her own mother. Um, who had passed away and she used the, you know, the her mother's baby picture and had the, the illustrator cartoonist, you know, do do the illustration of the mother being the baby in the book. It's just so nice. It's just nice. I didn't, full disclosure, I didn't read the book. I am not orthodox Christian. I'm Catholic. So I, you know, I don't know much about it, but you know what I do know about it? I know that Greek people, Russian Orthodox, Greek Orthodox, you're going to buy this book because what? Because it's like the rosary. Listen. When you want to, when you're bringing, when you're raising kids, okay, and you want you te- you're you want to bring your kids up in the, your respective faith, you need tools. Yes, you could send them to Catholic school, CCD, Sunday school, whatever you call it. Yes, you could pr- do your prayers before bed, whatever you do. Yes, you could take them to church or temple, synagogue, whatever. but you you need other things, other ways to get through to them. Rosary beads or a book a children's book, making it fun. And you know what? I have other friends that have written children's books that are also great. I'm not going to mention on this podcast, but not any friends that have done a religious children's book. And I, I just really like that. I think it's nice. I think that people, that, that we are lo- we're losing it, people. We are losing it in terms of keeping the faith. We have to keep the faith. If you don't have the faith, ah, what do you have? Listen, you don't have to believe everything in all religions or whatever religion you are. I just think, why not just keep the faith? Everybody's everybody's straying lately, no matter what, what you believe in. I feel like they're straying. Anyway, Godparents in the Orthodox Christian Faith, Ellen Karras, self-published on Amazon. I know it doesn't apply to everybody because um, it's a very specific niche market, but I wanted to spread the word because she's such a lovely of lovely ladies. So... Anywho, um, one of my girlfriends called me the other day, moving away from the products, right? My friend's products. One of my uh, girlfriends called me the other day and she's telling me that she's dating this guy for for a year and she's really crazy about him. Um, but she started to notice some weird things and she's been getting that feeling, you know, that feeling, that feeling in your stomach, like a, like, like a pit. I said, what do you mean? Like a pit? She goes, you know, she said like, so she said, for example, we're sitting on the couch, Elise, and we're talking about what our life would be like if we got married and all this stuff. And 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 he all and he starts saying things that he would expect me to leave my job and 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 to raise kids, you know, obviously have the children, raise kids, stay home, and she said and my stomach started to turn. She's like, "But I want to ignore it. I want to ignore it because I really, really like him. I really like him, and I'm just like, oh no. Oh no." I said, "Are you freaking crazy are you crazy I said if you are yeah no listen this girl she had complete butterflies from in in her stomach okay when she met him she didn't shut the hell up about him everybody heard about this guy okay and so now she's in the relationship with him and everything's great and then he starts saying things like you quit your job and all this kind of stuff listen this girl's an attorney she went to school for a lot of years there's no way she's going to leave her job okay so she could stay home and be barefoot and pregnant and raise her kids, and that's fine. The, the, listen, I have a lot of friends that do that, and I I love that. And some days I think I should have done that. I wish I could have because you have the bonding that you're never going to be able to have when you're a career mother. That's just the reality situation. But when that's not feel when you know that that's not what you want or how you want your life, and then you meet somebody that you think is the one, and then that's sort of presented to you. Oh, so now she's basically texting me off the chain blowing up my phone saying, "I mean, I'm having this feeling in my stomach, the pit. Well, you know, what do you think? What do you think? And uh, you know, what what do I think? You want to know what I think? I think you should listen to your gut, okay? I think you should listen to your gut. First of all, the sex is great. You tell me the sex is great. And we said, "Oh, great." So, great. you love that D. That's what you tell me, you love that D so much that you're going to you're going to ruin your whole life. Give me a break. Give me a break. So then, of course, we started to like talking about listening to yourself your body when you when it tells you things okay like you yes we listen to our stomach the 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 butterflies in the beginning the 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 brain wrapped up in the romance and and all this kind of stuff and but and it's the honeymoon period but then then as time goes on everything settles in the butterflies they fade and all that stuff and then maybe a topic comes up and all of a sudden your body reacts negatively what should you do? Should you ignore that? This is what this crazy girl wants to do. I know you're listening. I know you're listening. Crazy girl, you know who you are. But, but, but really? R- really? Really? I, 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 just, I, I just think that, I just wanted to say, I think you gotta sniff out your partner really, really good. Sniff him out. You gotta ask all these kind of questions. You gotta just ask, the things that come up, whether you're watching a movie, things come up, I can't remember how, how this specifically came up, but like, you, just the fact that he's saying I want you to stay home and whatever has where has he been this whole relationship has he not been listening to her and guess what Mona Mae, your body is telling you something you have to get out I think she has to get out of this thing he's not gonna change he's not gonna change please you you this is listen your brain is telling you to stay with him your lady pots are telling you to stay with him. Your stomach is telling you to run for the freaking hills. And I think you got to go. I think you gotta go. Well, Lise, maybe, maybe it's maybe maybe it's butterflies. Maybe it's butterflies. Because of the thought of settling down and having a family with her. I said, Are you are you crazy? Everyone knows that feeling. Everyone knows that sinking feeling that twisting sinking feeling where you're just like Ugh! that 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 like i uh, is it a repulsion is it what is it you know that it's the pit it's a stomach flip and and it, you have it because you're so into him and he says something so off-putting and you you please 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 anybody else any of the other people that are listening to this podcast right now would exactly tell you the same thing you get close to somebody you feel all the feels then your brain kicks in you're talking having all these conversations you are and you're assessing their character you, the personality how you're gonna live your life and then you might start feeling feelings again are they excited feelings are they good feelings? or is it the feeling the pit of the realization that oh shit this might not work well that's what's happening so you know whatever It sucks. It really sucks. A year into the relationship. Ugh. This is why I think you gotta just get it all out right out of the top of the thing, right? I've said this a million times. Out of the top of the gate, just get it out. You know, I like to show how crazy I am right at the top. Because you wanna know what? If you love me at my craziest, then you'll definitely love me at my nicest. (laughs) Anyway. So, the product of the podcast wasn't these other products, of course, because I really wanted to mention them because those are things that I like and I've seen and I've experienced. I want to spread the good word. But today my product is a Fish's Eddie Brooklynese set. Please tell me you know Fish's Eddie. Please. If, well, if you've, listen, if you're from New York, you know Fish's Eddie. If you've been to the city and you, tour, you toured around, whatever, toured around. What, 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 what is it? What are you, Madonna? You toured around the city. <clears throat> On Fifth Avenue, or is it Broadway? I can't even remember. Maybe like 17th Street. There's a store, Fish's Eddie. They're, um, they do dishes and and, and, and plates and you did obviously dishes and uh, utensils and cup, whatever, flatware. And they have, it's been around forever and they have all their crazy unique patterns. They have like, um, a pattern, <laughs> they have a pattern that's called the good morning asshole. Literally the coffee mug says good morning asshole. They have a pattern it's adorable. The pattern It's a plate and, and on the plate on, around the, the, this, uh, the, the, the perimeter of the plate that says, are you really going to eat that? Are you really going to eat that? Should you rethink that? Are you going to finish all that? Like, it's hilarious. So they have this one set. It's been out for a long time. It's called Brooklynese. And it's devoted to um, the, the the New York accent. The, the old New York My accent. I used to have it. I still have a couple pieces in it. My sister has it. My friend Denise had one. I think she had the, the spoon rest thing. Anyway, it's adorable. The butter dish is what, uh, one of the things I still have. The butter dish, it says Butter. At the top, B-U-T-T-A-H. The creamer, the coffee creamer, it says creamer, C-R-E-M-A-H. It's, it, the coffee cup says coffee. It's, ad- it's adorable. Everything's like 10 to $20. I love it. I went in the store the other day, and I just thought, God damn it, why didn't I think of the Brooklynese set? That's just a great idea. I love it. And I want to tell you guys about it because I totally, I totally think, one, if you have any uh, New York friends it's, or people that love New York, this is an adorable thing to get them. So... That is that. Quote of the day. Quote of the day. This went by so fast, so sad. Quote of the day. You ready? This is from um, <laughs> Rose, Rose, Betty White of the Golden Girls. She says, my mother always used to say, the older you get, the better you get unless you're a banana. <laughs> This has no relevance to anything I've said whatsoever. It just made me laugh. I read the quote. It made me laugh. I also passed by the Big Gay Ice Cream Shop the other day, which if you haven't been in New York, you got to go to the Big Gay Ice Cream Shop. It's uh, all the ice cream in there, little ice cream store. All the ice cream in there is named after the Golden Girls. Okay. So I passed by. I thought of Rue, Blanche, Devereaux, Rose, Betty White. And I I saw this and I thought, oh my God, I love them. My mother always said, the older you get, the better you get, unless you're a banana. Um, That's it. That's today's episode of the Elise Lucci show. Thank you as always for listening. And oh my God, if you could be a doll and leave a review on Apple Podcasts for me so far, I have 68 reviews and it's so nice. I read all of them. Thank you so much for everybody who listens. I can't believe it. We have 13,000 monthly listeners. This is crazy. I just started this podcast a few months ago. Um, Thanks. Thanks, everybody. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, the Elise DeLucci Show. Or, of course, you can follow me on TikTok and you can hear more of these crazy daily things that I just need to get out, especially because the stand-up clubs are closed. So, talk to you later.